Hello again, everybody. It's time again for another edition of the Coach Josh Coughlin Show, brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. And Coach, man, you know, I, I think people from the outside are going to look at Wofford's record at 0-4. And, and if you don't watch the games, if you haven't watched the progression mm -hmm. from game one to game four, you might have a different view of this football team inside this building. I know you wanted to win a very hard-fought game at Kennesaw State on Saturday. But the non-conference schedule is over. Mm -hmm. It's all SOCON from this point on. So in sense, is it a new beginning this week? No, it is for sure. Um, and, you know, I don't think we made any, you know, misconceived ideas in terms of kind of what we were going to go through here these first four games. I mean, obviously, uh, you go out and you have an opportunity to beat a, a good Kennesaw State team who has perennially been one of the best in this, in this, at this level, um, in the top 10, you know, usually. Uh, I think Elon is going to be ranked probably this week, um, has an opportunity to, to win that conference. Um, they did a number to William and Mary. And then, you know, obviously Chattanooga um, and, and Virginia Tech. So four really good opponents and also kind of a, like I said before, you know, in January decided, hey, this is a rebuild, it's a reboot, we're going to build this thing from the ground up. Um, but you're seeing some things going in the right direction. And I think the guys feel that. They finally see it. Um, they have video evidence of it, so to speak. And those are, those are all things that they're kind of feeding themselves into. Terriers have faced the fifth toughest schedule in all of FCS in the first four games in that Kennesaw State, certainly one of them. We'll look back at the game in North Georgia. We'll look ahead to this Saturday's home game against Mercer. Talk about the feeling inside this building as the Terriers get closer and closer and closer to where they want to be. It's all coming up next here on the Coach Josh Conklin Show. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light, just like you can always count on Always Game Gary. No bar is too far. No wing sauce is too hot. Not for Gary. Gary is the man. He's nothing like Keith. Keith never wants to do anything. Why are we even talking about Keith? Always Game Gary is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show. We're gonna talk about the game at Kennesaw State. Tough one for the Terriers on the scoreboard, a 24 to 22 loss. But when you started this one out, I don't know if that first drive was was scripted. You go deep on the first play. You drive it right down the field. You score after four plays in about a minute and a half. Air Wofford uh, rearing its head. Uh, talk to me about the way the guys came out of the locker room. Well, one of the things we stressed all week was just being have, having the ability to start fast. Um, we wanted to get ahead, uh, especially when you face an option team. I think that's important, uh, which we did. Um, and it was good. I mean, it, you know, we scripted it really well. Uh, Coach Watson did a tremendous job along with the offensive staff. The players went out and executed it. Um, but I think, you know, the thing that you're seeing with the offense, obviously, is you have the ability to make some of these splash plays that we were talking about before. And we hadn't had those plays. And now we're starting to see those plays. But it's, again, it's the guys taking the coaching from the classroom uh, to the practice field. And now they're taking it to the game field. And that's the video evidence that we're talking about. So great way to start. Um, I wish it was that easy uh, all the time. Uh, it's not, unfortunately. But, um, no, it was, a, it was a great way to start. Terriers drive it down the field on their first drive. Kennesaw answers with a touchdown drive of their own. Then the, 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 the tough plays start. Um, the pick six interception. Mm -hmm. uh, they get a long return for a touchdown. Um, 
it takes a lot of wind out of the sails. You're able to recover as the game goes on, but it takes a while to recover from something like that. No, it does. You can you can definitely feel the momentum shift. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things we're talking about, you know, because when you look at like Jimmy's play in that game, um, he made a he. I think he in 67 plays he had 61 decisions that he had to make. Uh, he made a majority of the right decisions. Mm -hmm. The the problem that we've got to the, the things that we've got to take away are when you make the bad decisions, it can't be catastrophic, which we've had that twice now this year. Um, the pick sixes will absolutely kill you. Yeah. Um, you got to make them earn it. So um, you take that off the board, and we're sitting here, and, and we feel completely different. You know, it always comes down to about four or five plays in the game of football, unfortunately. So, um, again, a lot of things that we can build off of, though, um, but you got to eliminate those mistakes. It's 14 to 6 Mercer at halftime. They extend that lead to 24-9 entering the fourth quarter. And in years past, running the offense that offered has, Wofford has run for a long time, that would probably be almost an insurmountable deficit. Not so. You get quick strike offense. You get two touchdown drives. You're right back in it. Uh, you got a chance to go for two for a tie. That play doesn't work out. Uh, but talk to me about the feeling during the comeback. What are you telling the guys on the field, and how are they executing out on the field? Well, I think it's just, I mean, it's, it's a one play at a time mentality. Um, I think the guys know that we have the ability to, to do that and strike when we need to, and we can strike often. But, you know, that was a team. I, I, told, the, I told our guys, you know, we found you find your identity uh, defensively against, uh, against Elon. You find your identity a little bit more against Virginia Tech. Well, now you go into a game against Kennesaw, and I thought we started to play complementary football, especially at the end of that right. fourth quarter because the defense had to go out there and get the ball back. Um, after the offense had put two drives together and scored two touchdowns. So uh, the energy was, was unbelievable. And if that, that goes back to your point, though, in terms of the morale, uh, the way the guys are approaching this week, the way the guys have approached the season, they really are looking at, okay, it's conference play now. We're into conference play. Uh, again, they see it mm -hmm. on tape. Touchdown pass to Jordan Davis. Landon Parker is lighting up their secondary. You get the ball back. Nathan Walker caps off that drive with the touchdown run. So then... 135 to go. It mm -hmm. comes down to one drive after your defense forces them another three and out. You have one timeout at that point. Talk the the last progression on that last drive. We're gonna take a look at it, see how it progressed, and then talk to you in just a second. Wofford is 82 yards away from the end zone, but they only need a field goal. Wyrick back to pass over the middle complete. KO. Wyrick back to pass again. Another short one, complete first down. It's Jordan Davis at the 31-yard line. Clock will stop momentarily as they move the chains with 1.14 to go. Here's the snap. Wyrick back to pass again. Again, it's over the middle. It's complete. Grabbing it, sitting down is KO. Wyrick back, looking. Now he's going to pull it down and run. Jimmy's got to get out of bounds. No, he won't. He's going to slide down. It's second down in about two. 40 seconds and the clock is running. Wyrick is back to pass. Blitz comes, shoots it, complete to Parker. He's got to get out of bounds. He doesn't. He gets the first down, though. They're going to have to get up and spike the ball. First down at the 42 of Kennesaw. Wyrick spikes it with 12 to go. Wyrick back to pass. Jimmy steps up. He's got time, throws it out of bounds. Kennesaw State 24, Wofford 22. Wofford out of timeouts. Third and 10 from the Kennesaw State 43. Wyrick back to pass. Steps up and he's sacked and that's going to end the game. Kennesaw State is going to win this one by two. 
So Jimmy Wyrick gets sacked on the last play of the game. The Terriers fall short 24 to 22. In retrospect, it's always easy to go back and look at the tape and say, ah, you should have done this differently. Maybe a guy could have gotten out of bounds here. The referees prior to that, there was a, a, a judgment where they didn't put some time back on the clock that I guess we could look at. Um, anything you would do differently on that final drive? You know, there's a couple things that I think that go into just the coaching piece mm -hmm. of it, coaching the players. Um, you know, we typically in a given week, we'll work that situation. Um, and I'll, you know, we work it at least twice a week, mm -hmm. uh, most of the time. And I'll put a minute five with no timeouts. So trying to put the offense in the worst case scenario. Um, and then we work the situation out. And I think every guy on, the, the, on that sideline thought, hey, we're gonna go down and kick a field goal because we've done this before. We've seen our guys do it before against our defense. Um, but there's a couple things like, you know, a couple things that came up. One thing you try to do as a wide receiver is you catch it. Uh, you want to get the first down. And then once you get the first down, you want to get down because in college football, the clock stops. So the clock stops, they move the sticks, that gives you time to line up. Uh, sometimes we dropped a little bit early than we needed to. They did a great job with Landon Parker one time when he caught on the sideline. He's looking to make a big play where he probably just needs to eat it and, and go out of bounds um, and stop the clock. Uh, there were some things that came up like that. Um, and then, you know, on the one, um, I think there was 13 seconds left, we were trying to get the ball to about the 30-yard line or inside the 30 to give ourselves a chance to kick it. Um, again, that was going to be a situation where we throw it, it's probably going to go 5-4-3-2, and then we kill it and then walk the field goal team out. So uh, all those things were, were, we were in good position. We just didn't execute that last play to get that done. And to me, watching this over the years at, at, at many different levels, that's the hardest thing to replicate in practice. You can replicate what we're going to do here, but when the adrenaline's pumping and the crowd's going and all, you know, everybody's going in 18 directions, that, you, you gotta, there's a reason why Tom Brady can do it now because he's mm -hmm. done it in game conditions for 20 years, that's something that's gonna come with time. And I, I agree with what you said on that. So um, in retrospect, the two point loss, I do have to point out Jimmy Wyrick set a couple of school records, yeah. most yards, most completions, records that have held here for 50 years. So you talked about how the, his decision making, but his toughness and stick to itiveness uh, was something that we saw as well. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, I think collectively um, as, a, as a coaching staff, what he's been able to do over these last four games. It's, again, it's the first time in his career that he's played four consecutive games as a starter. He's gonna get better. Um, we gotta clean up some of his decision making. Um, sometimes he forces things, and that's a double-edged sword. You know, I mean, he's a guy that you wanted to play on instincts, right? Um, so you're always, it, it, you're always, it's always that dichotomy of going back and forth between instinctual football and then making the good decisions. But you know what I was probably the most proud of him was he threw it, but then he gave us a chance to get back in the football game. And you talk about toughness and mm -hmm. grit um, and a guy that, that gets it and a guy that wants it, he wants it. So um, I think you can win some games with a guy like that. Well, let's, ho let's hope we see the effects of all this progression in a positive fashion kind of implement itself out on the field. Big home game coming up against the Mercer Bears this Saturday. We'll preview that next. Black and gold, bold. A victory story about to be told. Grit, toughness, and tenacity. A hub of hard work in Hub City. We're on these wins like dogs on a bone. In the zone. Our place, in your face, won't leave you alone. Strength, speed, fire, true. I'm sorry, do these things trouble you? We're Wofford College. We fly the W. 
Ingles, proud partner of the Wofford Terriers. Welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. I'm Jim Noble. Mercer comes to Spartanburg this weekend. The Bears are 3-1. Their only loss is to Auburn. They are an offensive machine, and we saw that in Macon last year, but they've got a great quarterback. They've got a talented core of runners, and they've got two of the best wide receivers you'll face all year in the Southern Conference. So we've talked so much about the Wofford offense the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. The defense, who has been playing really, really good, has got to be on top of their game this weekend, no? Yeah, no, it's going to be a huge challenge for us. Um, you know, I think you got two playmakers out there on the perimeter, like you said, and, and you got to kind of pick your pick your poison a little bit in terms of how you want to defend them um, because they have the ability to run, you know, run the ball as well. Uh, I think they've got two transfer running backs, I believe, or two new guys at, at running back uh, that also do a really good job. So defensively, uh, we've done a good job. We, we've continued to grow, but it'll be one heck of a challenge this week. How do you feel about the secondary? Are, are they able to run with these guys? And, and, of course, getting to the passer is the other part of that equation, things like that. We started to do that a little bit more, um, whereas Kennesaw State might not be the best test in that. They're not a traditional drop-back passing thing. Um, you always talk about complementary defense and all three levels of the defense helping each other. I've got to imagine that's the potion for, for this weekend. No, it is. And I think the biggest thing that you can't do with these guys, you, you know, you got to make them earn every blade of grass that they get. Um, you can't give them cheap ones, which we did last year. Uh, so, you know, we've got to put together a great plan, uh, and then we've got to be able to go execute the plan, and we got to be able to play with the same energy and the same effort uh, that we've played with the last couple weeks um, in order to, to defend these guys the way that it's going to take to win the game. Final question. We, we talked to some players already today. We talked to some guys after the game. Look, 0-4 looms large on the record on the record board, but we have talked to, to a lot of the Terriers. You have talked yourself about the spirit in the locker room, the fact that you couldn't be prouder and couldn't feel better about where these guys are mentally. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen by accident. Mm-mm. How have you guys pumped these guys up? Or is it mainly just the fact that these guys have seen what they can do now, uh, seen some flashes of what they can do out on the field, and they're starting to believe in themselves, perhaps? Well, I think it's probably the latter. You know, I think that um, until you go and do it as a player, um, you can talk about believing in yourself. And sometimes I think there's a lot of false bravado anymore. Um, I mean, you got to go earn it. And I think what they're seeing now is, is they're working at practice, they're working in the classroom, uh, they're working on the field now, and, and they're earning it mm-hmm. in terms of making some plays. And when they make the plays and you can show that to them on Sunday, and like, okay, that's what it looks like. And then that makes them want to get out there and go more and, and do a little bit more. The thing that we have here, Jim, uh, to be completely honest with you, and I, I told our team this last night, we are going to get there. Um, we will, and it's going to turn for us. And the reason I, I believe that so strongly is because we're made of the right stuff. Our guys have the right stuff. They're, they're, not, bad, they're not bad people. They're high-character guys that understand work ethic. They understand discipline. They understand toughness. And if you, if you just keep coming back, even though you fall short, you just keep coming back, eventually you push through. Um, it's a lesson for us right now. It's a lesson in life, and that's where mm-hmm. we find ourselves. You can sense it around here. You, you can taste it. it. Sometimes it just takes one, mm-hmm. and everything fits into place, and it snowballs. Hopefully that happens this weekend against Mercer. Always appreciate your time. Have a great week of practice. Can't wait to see what you put out on the field Saturday. Thank you. And thanks to you. We always appreciate you watching here on the Coach Josh Cochran Show. We will see you next week.